0: Colin, in a moment, I'm seeing Heidi Jokos this evening, very talented Heidi Jokos at ENCA, tweeting comments from Pravin Gordon tonight. Now, Pravin Gordon, the Minister of Public Enterprise, is reporting today that nearly 742 kilometres of cable have been stolen from Transnet so far this year. How far 742 kilometres? That's further than between Blum and Joburg. Uh It's Joburg, probably to Mussina, probably beyond Musina, Actually, um, that's how much cable has been stolen. This is copper cable. This isn't a sort of flimsy, um, copper wire. This is thick industrial cable. Where on earth does it go? Well, we know that it goes into scrapyards and it gets chopped up and gets put into containers and it gets taken to Transnet Ports. So this is the great irony and shipped out of the country via the very facility from which it was stolen. Yet we can't get a handle on it. Uh, and, uh, Prime Gordon saying the case of Eskom is not just cable theft, but sabotage. And of course, this is critically important as well. Gwede Mantashe doesn't think that, uh, Andre Deréta is coming under increasing flack from all kinds of political sources of people who've never held a day job in their lives, by the way, have never run anything substantial themselves, who couldn't run anything substantial themselves, um, who's, who's accused of being playing policeman rather than CEO with technical ability. But, I mean, he's been robbed blind. You'll be robbed blind. We're all being robbed blind. The coal line from Limpopo has seen increased security. And there are drones being used to try and stop the theft of these things. So that's good tech. This is business unusual stuff. Um, but a huge volume. Where are the scrap dealers? We've been told for years that there's going to be a clampdown on the scrap dealers. There is a big mafiosa going on here. Of that there is absolutely no doubt. And either an incapability, a complicity or an unwillingness to tackle the issue by the police. The Money Show. Business Unusual. With Colin Cullis. So if the Mafia want to hit me and get me, they can come to find me at Igniting Parasols Bucking. Earlier, I was sitting, taking notes at extensively mistrusted remotes. Colin Cullis is sitting at Asserted Skimmed Circuits and he did his preparation today at or about cooking tuneless turnouts. What on earth am I talking about? Business Unusual with Colin Cullis this evening. I'm stating three random words in a particular order which is relevant and I'm using these words to refer to very specific geographical locations. Explain.
1: Back in 2013 of guys realizing that finding where you were on the planet was difficult if you use GPS coordinates. There's these uh, two digits plus up to five further digits to describe where you are on the planet. And they wondered it wouldn't be easier to use something that humans use all the time, words. The catch was what size block should they define and then how many or how many blocks would they need? Uh, they They chose a three by three meter block there 's there's really that you 're going to have to be somewhere in a space smaller than three by three meters, and someone would say i couldn 't find you
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean there are two of us sitting in a and sp- uh, if we divided our studio in thirds, probably in about a three by four five, three by five meter block is where we are sitting, and I can find you in that amount of space, so three by three is a good a good size
1: yes, and it also because the the, the, the the number of square meters on the planet is five hundred and ten trillion. Thanks to whoever decided to go and calculate. measure it. But by making it three by three, you get it down to a much more manageable 57 trillion, which is still, you know, who's going to start a business and say, I've got a solution for this because that's going to be hard. So what they decided to do is to say, well, if you had to use three words, you'd need 40,000 combinations of words to be able to create all 57 trillion. And then what they were clever about is they said, well, if we use some words more than, well, more than once in a string, so you can use the same word twice or three times, that reduces it further. And if you can use a plural of a simpler word, then you don't have to use extravagant or some difficult to spell words. You can keep the words kind of short. And so they've got a little under 2,000 words that we should all kind of have as part of our vocabulary, which make up a total of 40,000 words, which will give you the 57 trillion unique combinations to put you anywhere on this planet, including anywhere at sea,
0: which is kind of remarkable. I was. I played the game of sort of bouncing around the Pacific on the What Three Words app today. And you could be sitting on the Pacific Garbage Patch and ask for Mr. D to deliver a pizza. It would be awful by the time it got there, but they would be able to find you eventually on the Pacific Garbage Patch, for example.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Um, and, And this was the solution they came up with. Which I think for, for average users uh, is w- way better than somebody having to try and give you you know, GPS coordinates or even addresses for that matter. And when we did speak about it back in 2016, it was in the back of the IEC, uh, having been uh, told by the Constitutional Court that its voter
0: roll will need to be updated to include people's addresses. And so many people live on farms, remote areas, informal settlements, settlements that have got homemade roads, that there is no physical uh, address for no recognised address, and this is the ideal solution for that. Because if you say I'm a hippopotamus, oh, well, not hippopotamus,
1: that's too difficult. Two word, okay. <laughs> at,
0: at mouse biscuit jar, um, they can find that precise location on on the map.
1: Exactly right. And Mongolia, uh, which has a similar problem with big rural population, and a fair chunk of them on a medic. So the problem is you simply move to wherever you're going to be, and you give that as your postal address. You, you don't have to have a fixed postal address. You just need to have a postal address. Absolutely. And if you tell somebody to put that on, a, on an envelope and the, and the postal system says, well, I know what those three words are. I know where those three words are. No problem. I'll send it to you. And you might think, but well, hang on, in Mongolia, they don't speak English. Why? Well, surely that'd be a problem. Well, this thing can be translated into any language you want. You just need 40,000 words of that language. And the same blocks will cover the entire planet with just 40,000 words. It's so so, so somebody in Mongolia can send something to right here in the studio using three words we won't recognize... But the system does. And again, the system can move that, those three words back into actual you know, latitude, longitude coordinates to find you very precisely. And then back again, longitude, latitude coordinates in any language you want. And so one of the early adopters for this uh, have been car manufacturers who these days, you know, the car, fancy cars certainly, Lamborghini, Mercedes, all these other ones. They come with their, their GPS systems to navigate you wherever you want to go
0: built in. Now, there's nothing more frustrating than clunky old navigation systems that say, put in the address, and you've got a dial or something, or you can put in the coordinates, 22 degrees north, 15 minutes south, 18 degrees east, or whatever the case might be. Nobody speaks like that. Nobody uses that language. That is the stuff of Horatio Nelson and the Spanish Armada. I mean, they, you know, it's kind of outdated. And this stuff, this can but can this stuff work in the background with us artists even knowing that it is actually doing the work for us?
1: Uh, well, yes. I mean, you connect it to any service you want, and if that needs to do something, then then it can do it. Uh, some of the emergency services, for example, there is a system uh, that'll allow. Uh, your phone, for example, to transmit that. And that's not a what three words solution, and and what three words aren't the only ones who have found a solution for this, but they're the proprietary ones. So if you're interested right. in the business part of things, that's them. Um, and I'm pretty pretty sure you'll see its capabilities added to other ones. So DHL uh, have partnered with them to say, our problem. Is not that we don't know where everybody is. We don't know well enough where everybody is. Because you give somebody an address, like I'll, I'll use our building here. I often tell us, g- give people our address, and they rock up at the front of our building on Somerset Road. And I need to tell them, no, you need to go to the back of our building, which isn't on a road. It's off another street, uh, which in itself is a problem. Because you say, oh, where are you on Stanford and, Road or Stanford
0: Street? And, or- and it's called, our address is called a square, but it's not really a square. Actually, it's a car park, um, which maybe at some point was a square. Um, and so, yes, it is a bizarre and dreadful address to try and find.
1: Yeah, and similarly, you know, uh, you might have somebody, I-, I think I used this example the last time, you might say, hey, we're going to go and see you at the stadium to go and watch some other game. Okay, well, the stadium's a big place. Where at the stadium?
0: Intrance, oh, it's- entrance 3B, level 6, um, suite CF.
1: Yeah, and I, I know there's a, an entrance three, but I don't know where I am in relation to entrance three, so give me those three words, and uh, I'll much more uh, rather use that. Uh, and again, for, for emergency services, if somebody does need to ask you where they are, I mean, there's a story that says 911 uh, caller gets this thing, and the guy says, Hi, I've just witnessed somebody being knocked down. He's on Eucalyptus Street. And the and the dispatcher says, C- Can you spell it for me? And they hear this long silence, and eventually the dispatcher says, Hi, are you still there? And he says, Yes, I'm just dragging him over to Pine Street. <laughs> So, so there are those issues. And again, this, this looks to try and get rid of those things. Again, not to say that this is a, a perfect system. Uh, some of those three words can be combined together to make some unfortunate sort of uh, combinations. There was one I went to have it, remove young people. Which was like a well, it exists. Thankfully, it's not some you know play park or something. It's a a regular open parkland space just outside of Canberra. Uh, but there's lots of these sorts of places that, depending on how you read them and and how useful it is to you, uh, like if you're a business, you might want to not want to find some things. I had a look at uh, Donald Trump's mar a Lago Estate, uh, and again, you could probably find some that are very complimentary. But the one I happened to land on was discounts conflicted Camera, yeah. which. Yeah. It kind of makes makes some sort of sense. And the other the challenge it has, what it was trying to solve was where you are spatially on the ground. But, of course, if you're talking about densely packed areas, uh, particularly where you don't have easy
0: addresses, it doesn't say how high in the sky you are. So if you're on floor three or two or 21, that doesn't I mean, If happen- you're in Manhattan and you live in a tower block, you will have precisely the same three words as the 49 people in the apartments below you if you're on the 50th floor.
1: It is, and so that's why you know it's it's not the only solution. It's a solution that comes with others. Yeah. So you'll say, I'm number 27, uh, or the third floor, uh, and your three words that you are, New York. Solved. Yeah. Uh, and the open uh, version of this, because, of course, it's a proprietary one, and perhaps another thing just to mention is and why I'm raising it. They won two awards for innovation earlier this year. They won three in total since 2013 when they were founded. Uh, but they are not profitable yet. They're still looking for people to actually pay to use that API because they make it free for the rest of us. And uh, one of the routes they went is to go and crowdfund that, but not crowdfunding in the way that this is, oh, i got a product for you, know, the old Kickstarters and that sort of lot. It's a crowd called uh, CrowdCube. And the way they work is like a stock exchange for people who aren't quite ready for formal listings and want to stay private, which I think is quite nice. So you can yes. sell parts of your company to people who want to invest in it. They will own that share of your company until it's time you add the list, or somebody else operating on the crowd cube platform is looking to say oh that guy spotted a win I think that's going to be worth something I'd like to buy from him or you yourself think I think my, uh, my investment is worth a lot more than it was I'm going to resell it a simple one would be, imagine if Shark Tank could be played by everybody. Yeah. So it's, it's high risk. They tell you, listen, please don't bet your money on anything here that could fail. But there's a lot of businesses now getting access to funds, And they raise a couple of, that raised five million pounds after looking for one million, which puts them back in the black and allows them to continue operating and see what they can do. So those are the, are the places that come from. But there was a, a, a tail ender to that story, which, which you just mentioned, the 700 odd kilometers of cables being stolen from Transnet and a bunch of other places. Uh, well, there is a, a, a drone manual manufacturing Stellenbosch that uh, besides just creating drones and it's not a new thing to try and say, well, let's fly a drone and do it. Uh, The drones have got infrared cameras, but the drones can be... uh programmed to fly along a specific flight path. So you can choose a set of track or some roads or around a power station, wherever you think, listen, there's a higher risk of this thing happening over here. And they can fly themselves while doing it. And should it spot something, because it's got a grid, it can olev- overlay where it is. It's hard to tell somebody. It's, it's on along the railway line. It's like between the 47th track and the 52nd. But Just give them three words, and you'll be able
0: to get somebody there nice and quickly as soon as you spot it. And this is ideal for people like estate agents too. Is, and you went... And you were so pleased with yourself. You had the the cat that's got the cream look. Because you put into what three words? Three of the same word. Location, location, location. Is there such a place on Earth? Because when you look at property TV shows and stuff, as they always say, what's the most important thing about property? Location, location, location. Is there a three square meter patch of Earth on this planet called location, location, location?
1: Yes. It is in a part of Finland I can't properly pronounce, but that is probably the most expensive 3
0: square meters that there should be on the planet. Location, location, location. You see, if you can't pronounce the Finnish words, uh, Swedish words, uh, any Scandinavian words at all, just use what three words. Thank you, Colin Cullis. Business Unusual on a Wednesday night.